0: Paula Vale here, host of Finding Your Joy on KKNW. I want to give a special thanks today to Tacoma Mall Massage, located in Tacoma, Washington. I love that I can go into the Tacoma Mall whenever I'd like and without an appointment go to the Tacoma Mall kiosk and get a 10, 20, 30 minute or longer massage with one of their awesome therapists. And they are family owned and operated. I love that. So everyone go check it out. The kiosk is located in the mall outside Sears. For more information, go to www.tacomamallmassage.com. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Choices finding your joy. Paula Vale, your host here. I'm thrilled to share with you today just an amazing young man. Today, joining us from the beautiful country of Australia is Steph Stefanos. And he is an international speaker, an author, a conscious mentor and a holistic performance specialist. I'm so happy to have you with us today, Steph, so honored. Uh, As I'm on, thank you so much. This is going to be just such a fun show, (laughs) so excited. Let's begin with just a, a bit of your background and tell us what brought you to be in the place you're at today, Steph.
1: I think I think like most of us, we experience uh, deeper revelation and and transformation when uh, we experience hardship or challenge difficulty. And it hasn't been too much gift for myself. And it's through that through that challenge uh, where I was able to use a, a specific intimate relationship of past as a deeper mirror into my own self that I was able to transmute my being and, and move through. I would say deeper, deeper transformations and connection, connection pieces to self that allowed me to understand myself with greater clarity and be in a space where I, I knew where I wanted to be and what I wanted from life. And it was because of the unraveling of a particular of a relationship that that caused me to just look deeper within within myself and and be more more conscious of the person that I was being because there was a tremendous disconnect between who I was being and who I wished to be or who I was within. So there was a, uh, a disconnection in my authentic self. And, uh, from there that, that evolved to, I've always, I've been in the health and wellness industry for a long time, being on service in various ways, but it's really the last two three years that I've, I've very much come into myself and, and have gained tremendous uh, clarity and purpose. Uh, and execution as well with respect to how that's occurring.
0: Uh, mm. Isn't it beautiful the the growth that mm. that we can bring into our lives and the things we can open up, the connections. And and you are doing so much for so many people. Let's begin with, I would love to know what is a holistic performance specialist? What is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing with this term for a, a very short period of time now. So it's you know in such a in in a you know, I suppose in a marketplace, it's so competitive and so saturated. Um, you know, if effectively, there are many coaches out there and there is so many of us out there sincerely wanting to be of service and assist people and help people grow. But effectively, effectively what I do is just assist people in being the best versions of themselves in every area of life where they achieve balance and that's, that's the term the holistic term there and the performance is just to be able to perform in every area of life not only the physical performance but the emotional to be emotionally connected to self to have mental and cognitive acuity to be able to have positive and encouraging self-talk self, to be spiritually connected to others to self to earth to have strong social bonds and so forth so i have nine areas of life and model that i use for For the areas of life and it's about having balance and competency and effectiveness and and an understanding in every area of life. And then functioning from a higher place, functioning from a place of deep confidence and courage.
0: I love it. I love it. So do you do workshops? Do you do individual coaching?
1: Tell yeah, us about that, Yeah, absolutely. So yes. my, my one-on-one coaching framework or, or program is what I call a conscious mentorship program, and they last for uh, a minimum six months, so six or 12-month options there. And, and really what i do is i take an individual um, on a very deep journey, uncover layers of self. But it's not about looking outwardly. It's, it's really about looking inwardly. It takes a lot from Eastern East, uh, mysticism and, and esotericism and, and really looks at knowing that everything we need is is within us and it's about unravelling that, is it's unlayering that it's discovering that or rediscovering and connecting to that so the, the conscious mentorship journey is is one that's quite deep and it can be quite confronting but it's it's a supported journey very much that's why it's a mentorship it's a conscious mentorship conscious meaning uh, awareness conscious meaning connected um I, I run workshops as well on certain um, frameworks and like For example, my sovereign leadership model, my authentic self model, my conscious communication model and my harmonious balance model. So there's workshops that are are run very specifically to that, whether they be one, two day workshops or uh, retreats, adventure retreats, immersion retreats. Mm -hmm. And then I speak. So I travel around and I'm I'm very blessed to to speak at different uh, organisations, private and public and so forth.
0: Oh, that, that has to be so fun, traveling and doing the speaking engagements and reaching so many people.
1: Absolutely.
0: I, yeah. I, I loved what you mentioned about, you know, getting in touch with what we have inside, because isn't it so easy in life to take, be just chasing everything, thinking what I need is out here. I can't do it without this. I can't. But really, everything is inside us. And I love that, that you mentioned. It's just connecting with that, yeah. you know, and, and connecting and, and manifesting. And we do have so much power within ourselves, don't we, And what we,
1: we do? We do. And so many of us are so disconnected. And I call that the, the syndrome of cultural clutter. And because we're, we're so cluttered and so compounded with our ever-evolving fast-paced culture, our society, we are so distracted and so busy outside of ourselves that we create or don't know how to create the space to look within. One of the key principles or tenets of my sovereign leadership model is stillness and silence. And, and stillness and silence is a very masculine trait, but it's, it's an introspective trait. And when we look at when we look at stillness and silence and what it does for us, it allows us, to bestows upon us an ability to look deep within and understand and connect to ourselves. And that can be, again, quite confronting and quite fearful for so many of us because it's an acquaintance that we're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. But if we remain long enough in that space, we realize that we have a potential to become deeply empowered. And it's actually a beautiful connection that we can maintain with ourselves. And so in that silence and stillness, that very masculine trait, we can then flow into a, uh, an, an action that's what I would call a, a feminine expression. So, for mm-hmm. example, there's, there's a, a movement with sound or a movement with breath and so forth. So, we're able to connect to ourselves viscerally as well. So, masculine and feminine traits are simply expressive traits that, that both the male and the, and the female possess. It's about then expressing those in balance. And again, the, the harmonious balance model addresses that and looks at that and how we can actually express ourselves in a balanced way but first connecting to ourselves first and not looking outwardly, not looking for the next um, piece of information that's going to make us feel better, but rather just looking within.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. So what would you say to the viewers out there today that are saying to themselves, Oh my gosh, I really want to, to start looking in. I really want to connect with that. Is
1: there a
0: little tip you could give to the viewers today that might, be a
1: first step for them absolutely I, I would say two steps two first steps and they're very simple actually really simple often so many balk the simplicity of some of the exercises really assist us into ourselves with being this ground itself the first is spend as much time in nature as possible whether it be a lake the ocean the forest every wherever you're you, in your garden if you, mm-hmm. if you spend time in nature ground yourself just begin that silence and stillness be in nature as often as possible every day 10 20 30 minutes every day just create the space for yourself to not be as busy and not be as occupied with all of the influences and all of the distractions in our outside world that's the first one and the second again very very simple is journal and journal is an opportunity to have journaling is an opportunity to have a discussion with self and a deeper discussion with self. And this is really interesting because there's, a lot, there's power behind journaling. And it's literally spending a few minutes every evening or upon awaking and just journaling your thoughts, your feelings, expressing that from your mind or from even your heart and out onto paper. And the process of writing is very important. See, we perceive the world very powerfully with our, our physical senses and our primary sense, the physical sense, or even our eye really allows us to understand the world in, in multiple, multiple ways. And when we're able to then view the words that we're writing, where there's a feedback loop that occurs neurologically that allows us to understand that feeling state or that thinking state from a very different perspective, from a deeper perspective, from a very vantage point. And it's that there that gives us, provides for tr- deeper insight into self, which allows us, of course, to connect to self. Okay. So, journaling is more than just writing on paper. It's it's actually, it's quite a, uh, a a powerful neurological tool, psychological, psycho-emotional, and spiritual tool for self-development as well.
0: Wow. Wow. I love that. I've never really heard it described that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we tend to think that's just, you know, making notes, thinking about something, but what, you know, it's a connection. It's yeah,
1: going in yeah, yeah, we take the time to process through through our visual sense. We absorb that from the vantage point as opposed to just being inside the mind as well. So.
0: Oh, I love it. Steph, you are also an author. Tell us a little bit about what you've written.
1: Yeah, sure. It was a very simple book I wrote in 2012. I'm just working on my next book uh, that probably won't because I'm, I'm so so entrenched in the program writing at the moment, which are um, of a greater focus for me at this present point in time. But uh-huh. yeah, the, the book that I wrote was really a book of, of short, almost philosophical poetry or aphorisms, and and I wrote it specifically in mind for the busy person, the the, the individual that is struggling to find the time to read larger books or novels or uh, uh, non-fiction of course, Um, but it was an opportunity to really just allow the reader to read a short piece of information, philosophical poetry, say aphorism, and then be able to deeply reflect on that and, and spend minutes, hours, days, weeks, months just reflecting on one passage. Because the more we are able, repetition is a key to mastery. So the more we are able to digest short morsels of information that is pertinent, has mm. value in our lives, pragmatic and spiritual, uh, uh, sorry, uh, material and immaterial, um, and in a practical sense as well, we are able to do more with life. So if sometimes we're reading information, and I'm not against, of course, I, I read many different books that are, are quite mm. dense and complex, I'm not against that at all, but for many of us, it's challenging to create that space. So we have to just start start small, so to speak, start easy, um, easily digestible information. And that was accompanied by stunning imagery that my uh, a very close friend of mine, he's a professional photographer, he took a lot of those, Im- 99% of those images, I took a couple of them. And the images were then designed to elicit an emotional response as well that accompanied that aphorism. So there was really... A deeper impact that took place um, with respect to what the, the reader would be reading
0: yes i love it i love it oh and tell me something i saw in in all of your awesome information you mentioned socially equitable futurist what is that that just intrigued me steps
1: yeah, yeah but that's cool yeah, it intrigues me as well so I was very honoured a couple of years ago to spend some time with Mr. Peter Diamandis, who is probably I'd say top top two alongside Ray Kurzweil, uh, top two futurists and technologists in the world today. Um, at one of his conferences that I was invited to, and but before that I was I was very I've always been very interested in how technology and how we as a society can leverage technology to benefit us as a humanity, to help us grow and evolve, not only physically and from a perspective of infrastructure or, or socio-cultural or geopolitical uh, growth, but also spiritual growth. How can, how can we leverage technology? For example, this platform now, we're speaking and we're connecting and we're across the world. We're thousands of kilometers away from each other. Yet we're able to, and it's, it's a beautiful blessing to be able to do that. And 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 it's, it's about utilizing technology to our benefit as a humanity as opposed to utilising technology for a destructive purposes. So and then the, the, the socially equitable manner is, is really an ethos that is driving us towards eliminating, and this is really key here, is is moving away from segregation and separation. And is moving towards equanimity, moving towards equity, is moving towards togetherness as a, as a whole global family, as a global community, how technology can assist us in doing so. I mean, in, in the next three to five years, it's predicted that there will be another three and a half billion people online from developing, from currently known as developing nations. That's three and a half billion new minds contributing to the global speak to the global conversation we're having on this thing called the internet. Now that's going to transform our social landscape dramatically. I'm very interested in how that how is that going to occur. In the next 10 years, we're going to land people on Mars. Now, what does that say for all the technologies that allow that, that event to occur and how that can then benefit us here on Earth as well? So there's, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that the are the dense populace, so we don't really notice that. Uh, And there's a number of reasons why we don't notice that, but there's a lot transpired, great deal transpiring right now in that space. And it's very exciting. It's extremely exciting. So many different levels.
0: Oh, it's gonna be so exciting to watch and see. You uh, speak about so many great topics. And I noticed that one of the topics you've talked about is leading from the heart. And I just loved that. Please share a bit about that with us.
1: Oh, thank you, Paul. It's something I'm very deeply passionate about. And that comes from my sovereign leadership model. So the model I've developed has 14 principles 14 tenants, key tenants. And each tenant works together in an integrated whole to develop what we call, what I call a sovereign leader. Now, what is a sovereign leader? A sovereign leader is simply an astute governor of self, someone that leads self through life with autonomy, with inspiration, with... Connection to self. And these these principles or tenets allow us to do that. One of the tenets is being of service. and Being of service not only to our path, our own journey, our own evolution, mm-hmm. expansion of the mind, but also being of service to humanity, to our community, to others. Yeah. But the focus is, and what I call, it's a term I call selfish selflessness. Selfish selflessness. 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 Okay. Yes. Yeah. So initially it appears as it's an oxymoron. And there's a paradox there, but and there is a paradox, but the, the point is that it has a dual intention. There's a dual intention to this process, and it's leading from the heart, leading self from the heart for the purpose of evolving self, of expanding one's own journey and, and, and being intrigued by the wonder of life, inwardly and outwardly. And the dual intention, the intention that simultaneously accompanies that is to do that but not to cause harm to others. Not to do that from a completely selfish vantage point where others suffer, but rather where we also enhance the journey of another or the path of many, the community. That dual intention, because that intention is everything. That intention sets the standard for how we behave and how we act and how we move through. And then that leads us to two other tenets of the sovereign leadership model, which is empathetic wisdom and self-compassion. So being compassionate for self first is a starting point, and then be able to express that compassion to others as well and understand and connect to others. And those three tenets in particular really contribute to that leading from the heart, that self-compassion, empathetic wisdom, and being of service. But remember, there's a dual intention for ourselves and for others simultaneously. And that approach, that ethos, really transmutes the way we behave as individuals with each other. As again, as opposed to being segregated, we come together and we realize that that being of service to others is actually enhancing our lives. This is hardwired neurologically in us from when we were from thousands hundreds of thousands of years ago when we were in tribes as humanoids and we began to, we really began to understand that if the health of our tribes people is in order, it enhances our survivability. It, it's, it's a form of self-preservation. So it's, it's wise to be self, selfish and be selfless at the same time.
0: I love that, I love that. And oh my gosh, I, I believe that also, Steph. You know, when we, yes, compassion first to ourselves, and then when we serve and give to others, oh my gosh, we gain beyond words. We do, that comes back to us,
1: it, does. it really does. It most definitely does from an emotional perspective, a spiritual perspective, a social perspective. There's a lot to be said of service on so many days it's it's uh, it's a beautiful act intrinsically it's so excuse me there's so much value in and of itself just being of service yes yes
0: and so really would you say we each individually really have the power to do so much and make such a difference in the lives of others and in the world we all we're just an individual, but we all can make a difference in what we do and, and our mindset, what we put out there.
1: Absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate upon that. Point. It's a beautiful notion. I'll elaborate on that while this, with a very short story. But first, understanding that having a growth mindset allows us to persevere through challenging through pain, which allows us to be of greater service to others as well. But here, here's the story. When we show up to life, and show up's a buzzword. Like we hear it in in, in, common, in in many spiritual circles today in modernities. Are you showing up in life? But what does showing up actually mean? Showing up means a number of different things. Showing up means being present to your situation, to your circumstances, to the people that are in your life, in that situation, that time and space. Showing up means bringing the wholeness of who you are. Wholeness is another tenet of the sovereign leadership model as well. So in other words, taking ownership of your shadow stuff, of the darkness, of the the elements of self you don't appreciate, like, uh, Mm -hmm. acknowledge. It's coming to a situation in wholeness. This is who I am, stepping into one's authentic power, okay? That's showing up. So when we show up to a situation and we give ourselves fully, here's the thing. When we're speaking with someone or communicating or expressing or being of service or just even imparting our own personal wisdom advice from our own personal experiences, we could be speaking to a parent. Let's say, for example, I'm speaking to a father and he's a friend of mine and if I'm present with him and I'm sh- I'm, I'm, I've shown up, I'm there, I'm present, I'm <laughs> showing up and I'm coming from my heart because I want to be of service to him. I want to help him heal his pain or his discomfort or his challenge or whatever it is. And this is the connection that we don't often make is that I could say just something because I'm just a mirror of him anyway. We're mirrors of each other. I just say something that he's thought of in his head, but it's come from an external vantage point, a trusted, revered, respected vantage point. And he runs with that idea and he goes within himself. And he says to himself, wow, that's really transmuted my perspective on this. And I feel so much clearer now. Now, as he feels clarity in his life, if he, if he, as he feels more connected to his life, he's then able to show up with greater efficacy to his children. Let's use that as an well. example. Now, he shows up with greater efficacy with his children, greater clarity, greater conviction, greater connection, more love, deeper love, broader love, patience, and perseverance when he is challenged. And they absorb that presence now, what is to say that that child is not the next great leader, is not the next Mahatma Gandhi? Yeah. What is to say that that child is not the next Nelson Mandela? What is to say that that child is? And because that child has been parented by a connected, beautiful parent, because something that a friend of his has said to him has snowballed in his mind and allowed him to explore himself, it all started from just a few words, and it all started from intentionally showing up and being, oh, God and wanting to be of service. And we don't make those connections. So if we understand that power yes. that we have, just to say one word, just one word, and it can change someone's life, how, how then, how, this is the interconnectedness of, of self and of our reality and of our humanity. Yes. This is where technology comes in as well. Yes. How powerful.
0: How powerful. And it, it, it can begin right there with beginning in us. And, oh, my gosh, I love your example of, of a parent, you know what they put out to their child. Oh my gosh, how that can affect that child and what that child can become, and then who that child can influence and affect. Absolutely. And
1: I mean, it's exciting. As children, we walk around in hypnogenic states. We we walk around that alpha, almost that alpha wave state, and we're very hypnotic to our environment from the ages of zero to eight to ten, and everything we absorb it. it accumulates in us. So when we have sound, healthy, emotionally regulated, emotionally intelligent parents, that changes the, the, the way that that we then as children growing up through those acute developmental years, the way the neurology forms, the way synaptic connections are, are, are formed, the, the way we perceive the world, our models of reality, our belief systems as children, they are formed largely based on, on what, our, what information our primary caregivers provide us with and how they show up to us as children. Yes. So if we have healthy, emotionally regulated, uh-huh. emotionally, literally, spiritually connected people or parents, primary caregivers in our lives, what does that say for the health of the children growing up into adults? Yes, yes. That instead, is- instead of undoing, they are creating. Instead of undoing harm that they've experienced as children, they're
0: yes. creating
1: wonder I in I love
0: it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Steph, the, the time has flown by. We just have a few more minutes. Yeah. Will you share your website information with everyone and then just share, you know, any last words that you'd like to share with all the viewers
1: today? Uh, yeah, thank you. Paul. Well, I want to say firstly, thank you so much for just reaching out and having oh, the show. Uh, so well.
0: I'm honored. Thank
1: you so much. Uh, my website details are www.stephsefandos.com. You can connect with me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. It's just stephsefandos.com. Um, and my website's getting a rebuild, so the next two th- weeks, two weeks maybe, push my website, um, that will be there, so we'll talk about that. And imparting wisdom or imparting thoughts would be, if you have a message to share with them, just share it, doesn't matter what it is, just be you. Whatever your authentic message is, just share it, because someone out there needs that message. You don't know, you, in fact, you have no right to deny the world of your brilliance, you have no right to deny the world of your message, and what that may be because someone needs to hear that and when they hear that it reinforces a point in ourselves that we are on that well-aligned authentic track so if we have that message communicated in whichever modality you need to that's healthy that is uh connected and that can reach uh just even one person it doesn't have to be many. just be one it's fine
0: i love it i love it oh yeah you have been so fantastic i okay. just enjoyed this so much I am just so grateful. Oh, I, I'm so happy to have connected with you and, and honored to have shared you with all my viewers. And to all the viewers out there, thank you so much for joining us today. Love, hugs, blessings. staff, love, hugs and blessings your way. Thank you, goodbye everyone. Hello everyone. Paula Vale here, host of Finding Your Joy. Are you looking to open that beautiful door to Reiki energy healing? It is just absolutely life-changing. I have been a Reiki teacher, practitioner for many years. I'm so honored to help others learn that beautiful modality, also helping practitioners rise to a higher level of training. If you would like more information about my classes, check out www.wellnessinspired.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day.